Hello, my name's Heather, and this is my boyfriend Max. Hello. He is posh. <laughs> Apparently. And this is our podcast, Posh Things My Boyfriend Says. So this is episode two. It is. Which is exciting. Episode one, we covered a lot of ground and what it means to be posh and confirmed that apparently I am. Good to know. We've had our first ever bit of correspondence. It's very exciting. That's very exciting. We've had um, no Twitter engagement at all. I mean, beg to differ. We got two followers this week. I think, yeah, I think that's right. That's good. One was a podcast about people who tell you what they've learned about a subject in a week. Oh yeah, but get drunk <laughs> while doing it. Yeah. To be fair, quite a good idea. It's Maybe not far off from where I am right now, to be honest. <laughs> um, so that's exciting. We are now on the podcast app. We are, which is the super, iTunes super exciting. Podcast app. So, and Spotify. Yeah, exactly. So it's all happening, which is very exciting. I don't think that it's been a particularly posh week, necessarily. That's a good point. I, not that I can think of, but our uh, stimulus at the moment is purely around the C word. Coronavirus. Mm, yeah. Which shall not be named. Yeah, exactly. So that leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> Means I can't, you know, go to the <laughs> go to my friend's club to play slosh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is um, not snooker or pool, but is played on a full size snooker table in a room that doesn't allow women. <laughs> so that's okay. See, if I go to my friend's club to play slosh, it basically means we're going to a club and doing shots. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the membership. Don't you have to wear a tie to get in? Well, yeah, you have to be in a jacket and tie at all and times have an accompanying appendage uh what you mean like a male appendage yeah 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 a male appendage so that's good uh <laughs> but yeah so we're making do in in isolated times but it has been a fun week because we had to edit and release episode one the pilot we did which affirmed my view that you're actually just an 80 year old man particularly when it comes to anything technology related which uh, is very funny massively unfair comment unfair unfair yeah i thought i was instrumental in the process especially in all the it aspects of it <laughs> <laughs> well we'll maybe we'll pick this up another time maybe. yeah off off mic um, One of the interesting things that did come up, though, when we were discussing editing the mm. podcast was I had a bit of a freak out, didn't I, about did I say anything silly or yeah. stupid or something. Will I that, rue the day? Yeah, something that might come back to bite me in the arse, yeah. um, which we established, hopefully, that the answer is no. But I yeah. was, we did end up picking up on my comment that there's a sort of homoerotic nature let's say to some of uh, your engagements with your friends which we thought we'd talk a little bit more about this week because we then talked about whether that is that a posh thing is it not yeah and I suppose there's different um behaviors that you wouldn't think are weird when you're involved in them but like I I remember being <laughs> I remember being at school 
and you'd finish a cross-country race and there was there was basically this room in our boarding house that was like an old not very well converted at all bathroom that was that was pretty like not very many people used it and there were three bathtubs in it and a bunch of sinks just three open baths right and we sort of got into this routine of after a cross-country fixture you would come back and and the, the at least three of us that were in the team together would, would sort of have a bath at the same time in this big <laughs> in this big bathroom not not in the same bath but there were the I was going to say do you, do you sit in the same bath together <laughs> no or? no there's your separate tubs and you get in and have like a soak after the race because you know it's been freezing cold and your muscles are seizing up and whatever so yeah a, you know nice hot bath and can i ask are, are you in <laughs> swimwear or are you just start bollock naked uh i remember it being sort of optional different people would take different approaches right. um uh, but yeah so that was sort of an approach um that maybe but i don't know but i think maybe that's like quite a normal sports team yeah i, I was think. gonna say i'm not i think that's a particularly like male sports team thing because i seem to remember after pe um at school none of the girls would go for a shower because it meant like stripping off in front of all of these other girls who were you know liable to probably take the piss out of you at some point no, no. um so you just wear a lot of um i don't know impulse spray (laughs) for the best so i think maybe it's a sports team thing and i think there definitely seems to be an angle where you're so close with your schoolmates because you obviously live together so you're like brothers more than friends to a certain extent Mm. and i don't you seem to just be much more comfortable with physically touching one another so when you go on your canal boat trips you'll tell me about how you wrestled one of your mates to the ground or send me a video where one of your mates is climbing over the other wrapped in a towel and is naked (laughs) underneath it and I just can't really get my head around that I think it's great that you're all so uh, comfortable with one another um but I think it does probably play into the kind of um boarding school stereotype that you know you're sort of around lots of other you know boys your age coming of age and you've got hormones running everywhere and you probably have a little experiment at some point a little experiment yeah (laughs) no I don't I don't don't think it was that um but uh yeah there's that that you're right on a few things there so you sort of when you go to an all boys boarding school, you literally grow up with the people in your boarding house. So for mm. me, that was sort of 16 odd people from the age of 13 to 18. And you see them more than your family and mm. all these other things. So yeah, you're right. That creates a very unique relationship um, that, that I think is quite interesting. And uh, yeah, if, especially if you do sports together as well, that can, you know, change the dynamic and stuff. I'm not sure about that. Everyone just has an experiment thing. <laughs> well, I um, think it's I think it's probably quite an outdated view of, of boarding school. Yeah. Um, Based on interviews, you know, with kind of men who are in their 60s, there definitely seemed to be a different, um, a different culture, you know, back in the day uh, where that very much was a thing i think rupert everett talks about um talks about this in his desert island discs he as an aside also has a very interesting quote that boarding schools are made for 
the British Empire because um, no man ever gets over being ripped apart from his mother aged 11, <laughs> which I think is a really funny and awful quote. And you kind of roll your eyes at that, don't you? Especially yeah, a little bit. You, um... Well, because you had Matron instead, so it was fine. <laughs> we genuinely did have somebody who was called Matron in I our I thought Matron house. was, you know, the head nurse that runs nursing wards. That may well be true, but Matron was also an integral part of the board. Did you have house. a wet nurse as well? At Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I didn't start boarding that young. Um, yeah, no, so we had Matron. Matron was lovely. Um, there were a couple actually um, during my time. Uh, so, you know, obviously not quite um, an actual replacement for um, your mother, but a pretty good nonetheless. Anyway, so we... Um, I'm going to go for it now and bring up our first ever bit of correspondence. Woohoo! Correspondence. This is from one of our listeners from episode one who just had a direct question, didn't need advice or anything, um, but wanted to know this. How have you managed to broach the subject of meals and what they are in fact called, and at what time of the day they occur. Uh, which is funny because other people we know who didn't email in but just sent comments talked about meal times. Yes. I think the big question on everyone's mind is, is it supper? Easy no. answer. Yes, it is. Absolutely not. What are you talking about? Definitely is. Supper is the thing that you have right before you go to bed. Well, you have it, I guess, at like... Eight, eight o'clock here. What time are you going to bed? Well, like normal time, like 11, no, you know. No, no, it's it's tea. tea no, see, this is the it's thing. Tea. tea you have at sort of late afternoon. Tea you have before supper. So your tea might be like... Uh, a little snack. Yeah, like a scone, perhaps. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, five-ish. And then... But, but see, fi- five-ish, half-five was when I used to have my proper tea. When oh, I was growing up, that so, was the time that we ate our main evening meal. Okay, but that's when you're going to bed at like, what time? Eight? I don't know. No. No? No, just, you know, normal bedtime just, when you're going up. I'd be so hungry by the time I went to bed. Um, See, I have started to call, because the, the other option is dinner, which when, mm. I was, when I was growing up, you had breakfast, dinner, tea. Where's lunch? in the middle dinner <laughs> that's that's what dinner is right when the dinner bell goes at school it's for you dinner it's you know i didn't ever say lunch but now just in order to you know assimilate down south <laughs> i have to say dinner referring to our evening meal I see. to so just you... stop any sort of confusion so tea's been pushed off tea's been pushed off when, so... I, when i'm here but if i'm speaking to my family and we were arranging to go out, you know, for our evening meal. So, yeah. where do you want to go for tea? That's so funny. See, when I was at prep school, <laughs> they introduced high tea, <laughs> which was high tea, high tea which was like uh, a, a sort of fourth meal of the day. If I remember right, it was around about sort of four o'clock, five o'clock ish, and it would be a sort of slightly more substantial than a snack, but like definitely not a meal. High um, tea is what I take my mum for on mother's day and her birthdays and you know we go to a nice posh place and have nice tea and finger sandwiches 
Yeah, exactly. Well, perfect. So finger sandwiches is not a proper meal, but it's like it's more than a scone. It's high tea, which, which, which makes me think, right, that tea should be happening at that time and in that style. I think that's probably right. But when it's high tea, it's been like elevated. To the highest of tea. The highest of tea, <laughs> exactly. So that, that, I think, wraps that up. We should really have Googled what supper is just to like get affirmation. But anyway. So, so I, well, I remember just before we move off this topic, uh, I remember me telling you about, because we, we've talked about this before mm. um, as part of our, you know, relationship introduction to You've one another. You've got to, it's essential. <laughs> just to iron out some of these things to begin with. And I told you about how the, the difference for me between tea and supper um, would be, my mum's aforementioned braising steak stew. Your death row meal. My death row meal for tea. And then if there was any leftover gravy and bread, we'd have that for our supper after when you've eaten all the main bit. But there's, there's leftover stuff and you'd have that for your supper before bed. Okay. <laughs> so so that combination you'd have is a bowl funny. of gravy and a bit of bread and butter to muff it up with. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> So that makes me think of another fun thing that we crashed into this week, which was your um <laughs> your new drink that I never <laughs> I would never even think of. So so <laughs> I'm putting this out to all of our listeners. And if you've joined us for episode two, it's time for a poll. If you haven't contacted us yet, I don't know, tweet at us, send us an email. Is cider with Vimto? <laughs> <laughs> an acceptable drink it 100 percent is <laughs> you like actually one of the quotes from you this week is you're the, yours is the first family i've ever met that drinks vimto it is the first yeah i've never met in my life somebody else who drinks vimto I... or or any like other family that is a revelation what do you do for squash then I don't think squash, we don't really have much. Diluting juice for our Scottish. I mean, mum makes her own elderflower cordial. (laughs) (laughs) And it's seriously nice. Um, But but yeah, so no, no, probably not not, not much Vimto. So our friend Sophie reliably informs us that Vimto is actually a Northwest thing. It's big in the Northwest. which you then found really funny because I said, oh yeah, I love Vimto. And my sister used to work there. <laughs> what I also didn't tell you is that I lost my first tooth to a Vimto bar. A Vimto bar? Yeah, you what know, like that? a Wham bar. No. You've never had a Wham bar? I don't think so. It's like a big, it's basically just a big stick of like melted sugar flavoured. Jesus. With like crackly bits in it. Amazing. Um. And anyway, I uh, <laughs> my first tooth, I lost it to a Vimto bar and swallowed it. <laughs> so this is my point. Vimto is ruining people's lives out there. So wait, this bar, so is it like frozen Vimto? Or is it Vimto no. that's been like boiled down and reduced to this like sticky mess? That sort of vibe, <laughs> but it's a bit more like, um, it, think of it like a stick of rock, but not as hard. Interesting, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of a good description for it, yeah. and I can't, but I don't know. Yeah, a wham bar. Surely, surely you've had a wham bar. I don't think so. For God's sake. I know. Outrageous. Clearly missing out. Clearly. <laughs> God, that was a Saturday classic. Got, get yeah. my scooter, nip down to the spa. Yeah. I'd probably have nagged my mum to see if I could get a magnum, but I couldn't get that because that's posh. 
Is it? And it was a full whole pound. Outrageous. A whole pound to have a magnum from uh-huh. this bar. So yeah. I'd have to make do with a, a wham bar. With a jubbly. Oh, with a jubbly? Yeah. What's that? Um, <laughs> this is what a lot of our relationship is. It's just explaining things. This to is each what other. it's yeah. like dating a posh what is that? Yeah. A jubbly. Have I explained to you what a jubbly is before? I paid a lot of attention. Like ice jubbly. Um, a little carton of juice. Mm. You know, the ones that you stab with a straw in sure. the top. Yeah. Um, not like Ribena, but like, you know, cheap cartons. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That in the freezer. You just freeze it up and then oh, that's right. a jubbly. Right. It's, so it's lovely. Like, so DIY it's lovely lolly. jubbly, in fact. Oh, that's good. So I kind of remember doing that similar thing, but we had this um, mold for a nice lolly. Yes, yeah, so we had nice molds, pop. and we'd like make them, but with Tropicana on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You made it with Tropicana. For sure. Did you ever hear about that story of some kid that went um, orange because they'd had too much? Wasn't that Sunny D? Oh, Sunny D, it was not like Tropicana. A smear campaign. Yeah. <laughs> Sunny D. The child actually turned full on orange because he had too much of the. I think it was the Florida flavour. Is that Sunny right? D. Well, it was essentially just. Well, anyway, <laughs> I won't go into that. Oh, God, I miss the 90s and thing. the early noughties. Yeah, they were pretty Do you fun. remember the um, bear ham? Ham bear? I don't no. know what it was called. It no. was ham shaped into a teddy bear's face, <laughs> like sliced. Why a bear? I don't, I don't know. It's just a cute shape, isn't that it? Is, I suppose. <laughs> That's quite weird, isn't it? Shaping meat of one animal into the shape of another animal. Absolutely bizarre. Yeah. I tell you what was posh. What's if that? you had um lunchables in in your lunchbox at school. Right. Only the posh kids had that. And a froob. Froobs were posh. Froobs I know, and froobs are good. In mad that those are posh. What was the first thing, sorry? Um a lunchable, which was like a sort of little pack of cheese, crackers, and like a little dip that went went with it it was okay. grim absolutely awful mm. but you know but, that, but that, they were expensive and really? therefore posh is that right yeah yeah big time okay good to know <laughs> um okay. i just got sent with you know my lump of coal <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so food well i mean th- this is an interesting one then so in terms of like supermarkets what's in the northwest Parts of which can be posh, obviously. What's like the number one supermarket? Well, what like where do your family when you were growing up? Where would they shop? We shopped at Asda. Okay. Um. At the time that Coca-Cola was advertising it, presumably, more or less. Mm? Remember when Coca-Cola used to do the adverts for it? No, that was Iceland. Was it? Yeah. What was? Should, who was it that did the, Asda. That's the Asda price thing. When slapped her ass. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, maybe maybe we'll have to Google it. Maybe she did. No, I'm pretty sure she did them for Iceland. Fun fact, Kerry Katona is from the same town as me. <laughs> Tell you what, that is the a good fun people fact. of Warrington everywhere. Yeah, that is. <laughs> also, uh, Chris Evans. That's good. Um, the radio DJ, not the fit movie star who is Australian, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And um, George from The X Factor. He was like a little kid who could dance a lot. Is that right? Yeah. Did he have the X Factor? Um, I think he had the semi-final of the X Factor. That's pretty good. That's bloody hell. That's a lot. It's, of it's not bad. That's pretty damn good. He was he was famous in Warrington for quite a while after. Yeah. Okay. You did. Um, you know, as you know, this whole thing started with the uh, idea of writing down just ridiculous stuff that I said. Um, oh yeah, we were talking about supermarkets, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Um. We, you did write down quite a good one, a I supermarket did. related one. 
Shall I shall I quote you? Yeah. Direct quote. Yeah. From Max. God, I love having stash that's sponsored by Waitrose. <laughs> what it was good stash. So I went to the cricket and uh, went in fancy dress, as you do. And uh, we, we got like, it was a one day international. And me and my friends got um, picked up as having the best fancy dress for the day. So we, um, uh, yeah, got given training kit for the for the England that squad. That is cool. Which is pretty good. Really cool. Sponsored by Waitrose. Hell yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, I'd never been to a Waitrose until I think maybe when I moved down to London. Yeah. And we didn't have any Waitrose anywhere near where I grew up. We did have, um, there's a very, very small um, Waitrose-esque supermarket in Lancashire called Booths. My granddad used to go there to get his pork pies. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, you know, office him a little ilk, but it's not the sort of big national brand that Waitrose is. Okay. So what do we think? Is the Waitrose thing just a bit ridiculous? Like Waitrose, I think they call it the essentials range, but the thing that the, th- the stuff that's in the essentials range is hilarious. Um, I think stuff like smoked salmon's in there, yeah. which is obviously essential. Calamata olives. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think there's something very aspirational about Waitrose, which really? is super interesting. Um, whereas you do not have such brand loyalty, you absolutely, what your favourite supermarket is Iceland. Well, I wouldn't say my favourite, but there's some really good stuff in there. You love it. Yeah, it's really good. You love Iceland. You're constantly banging the Iceland drum. Yeah, it's it's underrated massively. I'll give it that. <laughs> but yeah, so getting Waitrose stash was pretty cool because it's, you know got waitrose on it so as you say there's like that aspirational element to it so yeah it's quite it's quite like a cool sponsor yep. i thought oh. i always felt like sainsbury's was um the epitome of posh when i was going up really yeah yeah and i have a weird sort of soft spot for asda now i love it i feel, I feel at oh. home when i go in <laughs> No, they used to have this thing at the back of the uh, back of the supermarket where if you went to go and get a bit of milk, you could press a button and um, there would be a sort of mooing sound that came over the tannoy nearby, and the same by the chicken chicken's what? eggs. Yeah, it's great. That's that's kind of cool, actually. I suppose they said you sort of you know know where it's coming from, ish. Cows go moo. <laughs> <laughs> Top quality content. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Yeah, doing our best here. So we've covered a lot of important stuff in a fairly rambling half an hour-ish. Covering all the world's current affairs, serious topics. Yeah, we really deal with the the important stuff on this podcast. Telling you who's from Warrington. (laughs) Explaining what a nice jubbly is. (laughs) Well, yeah, so that, I guess, is our question to you, uh, values, listeners. All 30 of you. (laughs) (laughs) do you are we is it is this just us so this this is a lot of stuff that we talk about just looking at the other person incredulously just <laughs> what what is that that you just mentioned or described uh tweet at us email us let us know are you a jubbly person uh is that is that a thing one would say no <laughs> okay, fine. Or are you somebody like me that doesn't really get it um, because they don't know what these things are? Are you Waitrose um, or Asda? Are you Waitrose or Asda? Uh, are you 
a Vimto. Vimto. Or... <laughs> Have you ever even heard of a Vimto bar? <laughs> Do you know anyone who drinks Vimto? That's what I want to know. Is that just me? Because honestly... It was just your family um, that, that <laughs> drinks it. I've never met anyone else that does. So um, email us, as always, at poshthingsmyboyfriendsays at gmail.com. You can tweet us at poshthingsmy. Heather, what's the Instagram status these days? It exists. We have we we are we now have gained access. Come on. To the progress. account That's <laughs> that you set up. But we have not posted anything yet. Right. Not big on the Instagram content. Podcasters don't really seem to do that. We've been no. doing a bit of research. Well, maybe it's time to change the game. Maybe. Yeah, get up there. So can you follow us on Instagram? That is what happens on Instagram. There we Instagram. go. See, I told you I was the techie one. The 80-year-old man is back. <laughs> Make it, yeah. Get that on the story, as you said the other day. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> uh yeah no so um oh and and i'm going to do that annoying podcastry thing where i say can you please like and subscribe i think that's it was that on youtube videos anyway do that yeah yeah, yeah do whatever it is on uh, five stars this is either on spotify or on podcast app the apple podcast app so uh if you can follow us on either or both of those and um give us some uh, nice ratings if you like it then do that would be great and we'll hopefully therefore see you next week for episode three, where we're going to talk about more stuff. Yeah. God, what's that going to cover? <laughs> you, listener, can decide. <laughs>I think that intro is pretty good. Do you think? I think it's quite good. It's quite fun. It's the bit sort of upbeat, bit piano-y. It's quite nice. Oh, you mean your intro theme tune, yeah. not the introduction that we just recorded? No, I th- well, yeah. So you're praising your own work. <laughs> exactly. Brilliant. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>